Hi, everyone. Welcome to Project Mindy, a podcast about the work of Mindy Kaling. Today, I'm joined by Mimade, aka That African Butterfly, and Kalindi from the Housewives Heretics podcast. And we're talking about the ninth episode of The Sex Lives of College Girls, co created by Mindy Kaling and Justin Noble. Hi, you two. Hi, Hi. thanks for having us. Yes, thanks for having us. So the last episode we talked about together was Parents Weekend, I think. Yeah. And a ton of stuff has happened since that. So episode. much. I feel like the back end of the season got like really packed with very serious issues. Yeah. I think yeah, so I we got that. to know all of the characters in the beginning half and then all of them had booked like full storylines by the end. Yeah. So end of the last episode, we found out that Dalton, the coach and the head female coach got fired, which is good because he sucked. Mm-hmm. But I feel bad that the other coach got fired too. And I'm not sure why. Yeah, I felt really bad about that, too. And I didn't know if it was because she didn't know what was happening or let it happen. You know, like if they thought she yeah, would, like, like turn a blind child. eye. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's the only thing I could think is that they were just like, it was negligent of her to not know what was going on. I assume that happens in real life. Yeah, I think so. But I, I mean, not to be that person, but I also feel like if the head coach had been a guy, I don't think it would have necessarily ended that way. Yep. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. No, you don't have to be that person. That's totally true. <laughs> I was going to say, it doesn't happen enough, actually. <laughs> People don't get fired uh, enough. Yeah. So then the episode starts because the whole cheating scandal is in the school newspaper, which I was kind of surprised. I don't know. I haven't been in college for a long time, so I don't know what the, like, regulations are. I mean, they didn't say her name. I Mm -hmm. don't know. Maybe they're just going to say it no matter what. Yeah, I don't know if I ever remember reading my college paper. That's bad. I would read, like, the (laughs) local, you know, newspaper. And I think they would definitely cover it, but I don't know either because she is a current student, so that would be awkward. Yeah. yeah. I know the I... local definitely would have covered it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So then we always knew Dalton sucked, but apparently in the article it said that he had had a relationship with um, at Ithaca College where I guess he mm-hmm. used to coach. Yep. Um, big surprise. Not, I mean, (laughs) go ahead, anybody. Oh, no, I was just gonna say, like, I feel and like Whitney's face when she realized that, um, you know, because she was hurt because he fed her all the typical lines, like, you're the one and I'm gonna leave my wife. And even though he ended up not doing that, I think a part of her still thought that it was like just her, but that's how these guys get away with it, you know, they pick the person who A, is, is vulnerable to being open to that. And then B, they play on the fact that that individual or that girl thinks that she's so mature, right? Like, oh, you're so much smarter for your age. You're so different than the rest of them, even though they're actually not, which is why they fall for it. Mm-hmm. If they were, they wouldn't be able to fall for those things 
but they're not and they fall for it and then they end up getting hurt but that's how the predators that's that's how they get them and then unfortunately it's also hard for the girls to realize that they're victims in those situations because a no one wants to say they're a victim Mm -hmm. and then b they're the type of girl who thinks like well i'm smarter than this so Mm -hmm. they don't ever want to you know admit it and they don't realize it just it makes them easier prey yes exactly he's a sicko and I don't know how his wife didn't know if he did it at the last college too. Right. Oh, I didn't even think about it. <laughs> of course, I don't think of the wife who was also a victim. Yeah. Um, but I was going to say, I think we might have talked about this in the parents episode, but Whitney also like doesn't have a great relationship with her dad or he doesn't play mm-hmm. like a really big role in her life. And mm-hmm. I'm sure Dalton, even if she didn't overtly say it, like picks up on you know, girls who might have those father figure issues. Of course. Yeah, I absolutely uh, agree. And I just think that those guys are really good. It's weird because I was, not to out myself, but it was one of those, like, I'm so mature when I'm young. And I think that guys are really just good at picking up on it. And when you're younger, you don't see it as much. Like, when I was in my, you know, late teens, early 20s, and guys in their 30s or whatever flirting with me I was like oh it makes sense I'm so mature but like now now that I'm that age I'm like if one of my friends my age was like oh I'm talking to a teenager I'd be like that's gross like even if they're like late teens early 20s like you like there's a problem yes the age group you're going after yeah and he's a soccer coach so he is around these girls all the time so he Mm -hmm. definitely knows who to target Mm mm-hmm um, and this is gross, but oh, wait, Whitney admits it to her team and she's like, I'm really sorry. And at first I was like, why is she apologizing? Like, I hope the team isn't mad at her, but they're all really supportive. Yeah, they were great. Yeah, I was really happy with the way the team responded. So who is the coach now? They're coaching uh, <laughs> yeah, oh. I don't think they ever showed us. Yeah, I just assumed they were like a co-op now and they <laughs> Um, okay this is super gross but I have to bring it up how one of them was like yeah he always had a pee spot like (gasps) what (laughs) was that right um I used to have a professor that always had that and he he was kind of like a drunk so everyone was just kind of like oh you know like accepted but he was like older but I can't imagine being attracted to someone like that right yeah Whitney just not notice like uh. after when they said it so I think she did okay sorry so I mean I am married to a man but male genitalia like still confuses me <laughs> like what he just didn't like shake it off like yeah after he peed what is that and yeah yeah he must not have and then it makes me so grossed out thinking like of sexual time because what if she gives him oral like girl God bless you. Uh, yeah, but then that makes me think of, like, in general, like, at a urinal, a guy doesn't use toilet paper, right? So don't they all kind of have it? Yeah, yeah I mean, I think they are supposed to, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I make my husband use toilet paper. <laughs> Wait, how do you do that? <laughs> Wait, I just make him wipe it off, like, wipe the tip off to dry it up. You're right. I should say something. I yeah. still think it's gross that mine, like when he doesn't wash his hands, I'm like, that's disgusting. And he's like, no, it's 
whatever guys are gross oh no we're hand washers in this house i maybe i'm just psychotic i think he's caught on now but it's just yeah. i don't know men are just like sorry if not all men they are but they men are dirty <laughs> the way they like the i just feel like if we had we would never do that end of <laughs> sorry i won't keep talking about this. yeah no girls girls um, are always this is why we run the world yeah. or should at least we should, should. Instead, we get fired as coaches. <laughs> yes. <sighs> so, Bella. Um, I guess she's going to the Title IX office to talk about Ryan, you know, shoving his hard dick into her back. Um, which is the way they described it, which I was like, whoa. Got right to the point there. Mm-hmm. I meant to look up what exactly the Title IX regulations are, and I didn't. Do you guys know? They all said it like, yeah, go, go talk to Title IX. I was like, wait, is this something I don't know? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, probably was trying to look that up. But whatever. The woman at the Title IX office says, I recommend that you avoid, um, like, the Catullin staff. And Bella gets really upset. She's like, I'm going to miss you know, bonding and it's not going to be good, which I felt really bad for her because I totally believe that would happen. Yeah. Well, I just looked up and Title IX is basically just about um, not being having discrimination based on sex and um, it can include sexual harassment or sexual violence. So I guess that must be their office that specifically deals with that. Yeah, I knew that like it was a law. I just didn't know that there was an office, which is good. Yeah, and I didn't know if it was an office just at this place, because honestly, for my schools or workplaces, like, I've never known if there was a specific, like, I I know for work, you know, you go to HR, but I didn't know there was, like, a specific school department you could go to. I wonder if this is, like, an example, like, every school should should have. (laughs) Everyone, everyone get yourself a Ricky and a Title IX office. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say Ricky really handled it well, and I think that Unfortunately, even offices that aren't called Title IX um, react the way Ricky kind of does, which is sad. And I hope that that's changing. Yeah. Yeah. And I felt bad for both of them because the other girl quit even. Yeah. Carla mm-hmm. literally quit. Yeah. Yeah. So um, and also in the last episode, I'm switching to Kimberly now, we found out that Nico was cheating the whole time. So our like suspicion, weird, you know, feeling about him was warranted. Do we hate Nico now or do we think, I don't know. Do you have any sympathy towards him? <sighs> sympathy? No. Um, I think Nico <laughs> is going. Um, I, I, I feel bamboozled by Nico because yeah. I think that we all kind of sometimes have this like, well, maybe they're different. And he seemed like he was different. Like at first, like, oh, there's a hot playboy type. And then you're like, oh, no, but he's falling for like the sensitive, smart girl. And then not the case. And I think like even if not that I condone cheating, but if he had been like, I had developed feelings and it was more than that. But he was so like blase about it. Exactly. And that's what made me upset because it was like, oh, so you clearly were just using her. Cool. Yeah, because even after we found out and then when he gives her the exam that we'll obviously get more into, I still hoped like, OK, 
you know, he handled this wrong and everything was wrong and he's an asshole no matter what, but maybe he really did care about her. Yeah. But then when he obviously, how he handles it afterwards, he doesn't. And he's just the worst. Yeah. And Leighton tells him, you shouldn't have done this and you have to apologize. And he didn't. Exactly. And that's when you know he's a piece of shit co-core homewrecker every day. <laughs> yep. And it's sad, but, you know, lesson learned. Um, Leighton and Maya are, I guess, like making, wait, I'm sorry. Her name is Maya, isn't it? Is it not Maya? Her girlfriend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alicia. Alicia. Who's mm-hmm. Oh, Maya is Nico's girlfriend. Mm-hmm. So she she's like making up with her and she brings her like a grocery store sheet cake and the joke is that she likes those um and like no one else does. I hate those cakes. What about you guys? Um it depends where you get them. Piggly Wiggly yeah. has a great bakery and so does Harris Teeter. They're way better than any of the expensive ones that use fondant just like um Alicia says. So yes, mm-hmm. get yourself a Piggly Wiggly cake. And for me, it varies. I'm not a big cake person anyways, but I do like the one that has raspberry filling, um, like that layer of raspberry. But other than that, I don't know. They're all about the same to me, honestly. But I do think that I like more expensive cake because like at fancy shindigs, I do like those those cakes. So Yeah, like a pancake cake that is layers of whatever. I want that. Which is interesting that she, Leighton probably paid like $5 for that cake, but you know if Leighton wanted an apology, you'd have to buy her like an expensive bag or something. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they decide to go on a trip out of town, which is like, oh, you can, you know that something is going to happen. Like they're mm-hmm. too happy now. Yeah. Set up for failure immediately. Um, okay, let's get into the cheating of it all. So Kimberly decides to use the test to cheat. Do we, so the test is like an exact copy of what the answer, like an exact copy of the test? Is that what yeah. we, okay. Yeah, it's someone's, and, it's someone's um, test that they took and they got like a 94. And all, I guess all the professors use the same exam every year. And her method, which Kanan said, like, don't try to cheat because you're not good enough at it, is to hide the test in the bathroom and then tell the professor she has a UTI. This is, like, the dumbest cheating idea ever, right? Oh, my gosh. I broke out hives. Like, this made me so nervous. Like, who did – like, how did she not think they wouldn't notice? And I just – you know what? It's bad enough that you're going to cheat. But, like, don't sloppy cheat. Like, take the time to learn what you're going to, like, learn it. Learn that little bit. Memorize it. Figure out another way. But, like, that is, I was embarrassed for her, to be honest. Same. Exactly. Because it's not like she got the exam that morning and and immediately had to go in there. She really had days with it. She could have just memorized it. Like, she's a smart girl. Study. Use that as your study guide. I thought that's the way it was going to go is she was going to memorize the answers. And then I know it's happened like I'm pretty sure in real life where that's what people do. And the professor knows because it's like all solved the same way or like no one gets a hundred and they do kind of. Mm -hmm. But 
they chose to go with this like it's very like I don't know fourth grade style cheating. Yeah, and I don't think a professor would really let you go to the bathroom that many times. I mean, I know she said she had a UTI, and men are like actually uncomfortable about anything vagina related, so they do kind of clam up and let you leave, but not every ten minutes like she was going. Yeah. How many times? Because we saw it twice, but you think it was like every 10 minutes? I think it was pretty often because she seemed to not, like, obviously it was multiple pages and they say it's like a three hour test. So I think it was a lot. And of course she gets caught, but it was a funny scene that she didn't find the test in the little Mm -hmm. like garbage can. And so it was like fucking everywhere, like it had migrated or something. Yeah, that's what let me know that it was a few times because obviously they had to have seen her go in and often enough that they're like suspicious, which I don't understand how she wouldn't realize that they'd be suspicious. Like We're I said, I was embarrassed for her. She's so smart, but right. I don't know. I guess she was just panicked after not studying all semester. So have you, have you ever cheated? No. Um, so I did this okay so in high school I remember I had like history class but it was separated like by lunch so we have like half an hour before and then go to lunch and then like half an hour after and I did because we were taking a test and then at lunchtime I took my textbook into the bathroom incidentally and tried to read it but then the door kind of swung open and a couple of people from my class saw and I was just like too embarrassed and I don't know that counts I think that counts yeah. Wait, so you were just uh, trying to study during your lunch break? Because I knew, I mean, I had looked over the test, but it was like a short answer test. So I just wanted to, yeah, I just wanted to look at the textbook to like find the answers. Oh, I don't feel like that's, that's I mean. It's like kind I of mean, cheating, it, kind of not. Yeah. But also like, I don't know something to have a test and then have a break in the middle like of course people I don't think they cared that much oh okay so you were still submitting okay I was I think I was confused I get it now so you yeah I mean I don't know I feel like high school is not as bad I feel like whatever but college never I mean they could have signed an honor code you cheated in college? Yes, I feel bad about it, but it is what it is. How? Uh, it was in biology, and I, which is crazy because I actually like that class and like that subject. But there's like a test, and I just really didn't study. And we had those tables where you know it's like two people per desk. Yeah, yeah. And the person next to me, like her page was open, and I glanced over, and at first it was an accident, and then I realized I could totally see what she was writing, so I just. Copied most of her tests. How did you do? Pretty well. Good. Okay. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but that's yeah. A, it's always hard because you know with multiple choice you can always change a couple. But yeah. I always am. I would always be scared about the um like the fill in the blanks and the long answer because if they get it wrong and you guys both have the same wrong answer. Right. Yeah. I think I just copied the multiple choice ones and then just my best on the others. Yeah. Like I wasn't completely out of it, but just not like I didn't know enough that yeah. I like if I had done it off of my own knowledge, I probably would have failed. 
Fair. That's how I thought Kimberly was going to get caught in that she, like you were saying, Kalindi, like she would just write the like exact short answer that was on the test. And that's how they would, you know, like just realize it wasn't her Mm -hmm. writing it. Um, But no, they had to go with like this really stupid way. So... I was worried about this because um, like a few years ago, I was working at a nonprofit and we were hiring someone. And one of the applications was this girl who was in, who was going to Yale. I don't remember what the cheating was, but like, I think it was sort of similar. Like she gave her friend a copy of her test or something and she got caught and they kicked her out. Like what year? Yeah. Mm. Like, they do not play around with that stuff. I'm guessing at these elite schools. Oh, wow. And she was just giving the test. She wasn't even using it. I don't – okay, I don't remember. I don't think it was, like, this huge – I just remember it wasn't, like, a huge scam. Like, she was, like, selling tests or anything. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, it probably also has to do with, like – like, technically, I think it's a huge deal. But it's also, as with everything, who you are, how much Mm -hmm. money you bring in. Because – there's a level of cheating going on, I'm sure. I mean, we saw it with the college admission stuff. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, I think for the average person going to those places, they are pretty strict on that. Even in regular colleges, um, somewhere where you get like the lectures about not um, cheating on papers and how they would scan them through <gasps> stuff to make sure yes. that it's oh, yeah. stuff. Oh my yeah. gosh, those used to make me so nervous. Just because I never would plagiarize them, but I would just be so scared. Like, what it, you know? Like, yeah, because you read it and then you retype and you're like, well, how how can I make my words completely different from yeah. the source that I just got the info from? And they even said, like, sentence structure could be. And I was like, wait, that's hard. Like, how do I completely swap this up? They did a good job scaring us. Yeah, definitely. Because yeah. I still am like anxious thinking about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm anxious thinking about studying for tests now. Oh, don't have to take any. Thank God. Um, okay, back to Bella. So she decides to tell Eric and the other girl. Evangeline, I, right? Evangeline. I love the names on this show, but I feel like they're like hard to remember. Like they're yeah. long. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what Ryan did. And... Evangeline believes her immediately and Ben is I mean he doesn't have the greatest reaction but I feel like it could have been I don't know Ben seems I a thought, little off what did you think about his reaction I thought it was awful Me I too. thought his reaction was awful and but unfortunately accurate yeah I think that that's part of the problem is that a lot of men in theory, are supportive. And in theory, are I believe the women until it's one of their friends. Exactly. And then it's instantly like, well, they wouldn't, they wouldn't do that. Um, and that's, you know, and I get it because it's your friend and where's the line in believing them. But like, he could have definitely handled it better instead of being like, I don't even know if this is true or this is real or blah, blah, blah. So, but I mean, I also get that he was panicked and whatever, but um, I, I think it was a very realistic, unfortunate response. Yeah. And I think that it's hard because, like you said, you don't want to believe that someone that you love would do that or would be capable of that. So it's like almost like a defense mechanism. Like when women find out their husbands are having an affair, they're like, no, never. Because you yeah. can't, you know, like that's hard to accept. And so obviously he did, he reacted terribly, but like, I understand why people 
instantly, you know, you don't want to believe it, but that still doesn't mean that you should be rude to Bella and make her feel bad because mm-hmm. she's obviously a victim. It was Good. very stupid that he was like, you should have put this in an email. Why would she put it in writing? That would be worse for Ryan. Yeah. And okay, so that's that's the only reason I'm like, maybe he has some like issues with confrontation because he was like, why are you like, he seemed panicked that it was like face to face kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's just also that it was his friend and there's like that level of loyalty. Um, You know, like he doesn't want to be like, oh, my friend would do this awful thing. And I think about this sometimes, you know, like, especially when I need to give people grace because I'll. Usually I'll think of like my, like a family member, like my brother. Like if someone came up to me and was like, my your brother did this thing. Like I know my brother so well. I'd be like, no, you know, mm-hmm. but I also am so in touch. I think probably more so than some others with like sexual assault and just because it's stuff I speak about and talk about. So I would still have a level of like, well, let me like, you know, at least talk to him. But I think if I wasn't as tapped into it and I wasn't as aware of the stats, I would just be like, no, he that's not him. He would never, you know. And even knowing what I know, like if my brother swore to me that he didn't, I would believe him right. because I know him. So, you know, you'd have to give me like solid proof. Yeah. Before. But like, I feel like other people, though, like any of my guy friends or anyone else, as much as I think they're wonderful people, I also don't think I don't put it above anyone. I guess, except for my brother. But, like, anyone else, I'd be like, oh, well, if she, I'm going to believe the victim. Yeah, and that's what's so hard about, like, um, reporting these things is because most of the time you don't have proof. Like, right. you don't have a camera on you 24-7. Yeah. You know, like, are you supposed to walk around with a GoPro on your head? What do you, what do, you do? Right. And then people just think they know people. Because, like, when I use my brother as an example, I feel comfortable it's because, like, he is the type who would be like, oh, I screwed up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. I, at least I think, right? We all think we know people. We all I think. It's a problem. Great. Yeah. And Ben does say that Ryan's his roommate. And I think, and they lived, like, they lived together, like, for a while. So I get that. And mm-hmm. in, in college, like, living together is not as much when you're in it. Like, I assume they, like, maybe shared a dorm room or something. So... Mm-hmm. Um, and I think there's also those blurred lines in college, which is really unfortunate. And it's why I think people need to talk about sexual stuff more. Um, because, you know, you get into those lines where it's like, well, it's drinking. And she said no, but did she mean no? Or was she just flirting? And it's like, blah, blah, blah. And I think that if we got like to a spot where women felt more comfortable saying like, yes, I want this, then they also wouldn't feel like they have to do like the coyness. So mm-hmm. then you also wouldn't have like guys who are drunk used to women doing the coyness wondering, you know what I mean? Like right. it just all gets very hazy in general. And then you add alcohol to it and youth to it. And it's just like, uh, you know, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are definitely black and white rape situations or right. black and white assault situations. But then there's also, I think in college, especially a lot of like, He's the area, unfortunately. For sure. And then especially because in the beginning, she had given all of the guys in Catellan hand jobs. Yep. True. And so, and obviously that doesn't mean anything. That's still, she's still a victim. But you yeah. know, that's another thing that is terrible that plays into society's perception of mm-hmm. victims. Yep. Wait, does anyone bring that up? Not this episode. And I actually was surprised surprised but I'm glad I'm yeah. glad they did it but yeah I was surprised that they 
that they didn't. Yeah, I think that if this storyline develops more in the next season and she like actually goes to court or actually takes it further, I think that that probably would come out and they would, um, you know, shame her and, you know, how they're terrible with victims. So I'm going to skip ahead a little bit because I think we've talked about this, that the show like jumps around so quickly between people that when we're talking about it, it makes it hard to discuss because it's like, oh, this person did this. Oh, wait, now we went back to this storyline. But Eric does end up apologizing to her and even reads off note cards, which I thought was cute. Yeah, it was so sweet. And even better about his apology, Jocelyn and Travis are the VIP BFFs because they were ready to cut his dick off as he walked in the door. Because I thought he was Ryan. Yes. Um, And she was like, no, it's the hot one. <laughs> yeah, he was offended by that. He's very cute. He's definitely like, I would be more attracted to him than Ryan. Me the too. One? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. he's sweet and awkward. Yeah. I used to have glasses like that too. I don't know. I don't know if those are like in fashion anymore, but I remember when everyone had those glasses. The like clear ones. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So Leighton and God, why can't I remember her name? Alicia. Alicia. Okay. Are on this trip together. And when I was looking for, there's not a lot of um, gifts of this show. So I'm like trying to make some, but there are a ton of Leighton and Alicia, like, sexual ones and they're very explicit so, really yeah if you guys are interested just like google it they're all over tumblr oh my gosh like the scene from this episode where like they are like taking each other's shirts off and making out like there's a lot wow i think it might be a tumblr thing um but yeah it was very cute but then they have a big fight because um alicia takes a picture of it was just of herself, but you could see Leighton's luggage in the background, so she freaks out. Mm-hmm. And her YSL purse. Yeah. Um, and I felt bad because, like, if they're young, like, I'm assuming, like, documenting on social media is, like, you know, like a good – you know, it's, like, more important, I'm assuming, um, than – when you're not in college and she was like having a good weekend and she wanted to share it but it was sad that she got yelled at yeah because she can't afford a place like that you know that was her first time in like a nice hotel and having a robe so she was just in her bliss I feel two ways on it because like I get her being upset that Leighton was upset about the post but I'm also like really big on respecting people's social media preference especially because i'm so much on social media and i have some friends who are cool with it and some friends who are like don't put anything about me on there so like i mean i know in their case they're in a relationship but even if it was just friends and my friends was like i don't want anything or anything recognizable about me on social media i would respect that i i understand what layton's saying even though she probably didn't express it in the best way yeah and i think alicia probably did make her feel bad about it because she felt like personally attacked like she felt like she was describing her yeah but I mean she kind of that that's the truth though you know um I feel like that's her identity because she is such an advocate for it 
And sometimes that can be annoying, but like once you make the choice to step into that space, you kind of have to own it. Like I have, and I kind of get it because I used to be like, I don't want, you know, to identify with just like my blackness or my weight or whatever. But then when you decide, or like my mental illness, but then when you decide like, Hey, I want to be a voice for underrepresented people on some level, like you have to realize that that kind of becomes your identity and not that people aren't going to see other things about you. It's just that, and, and the truth is people have always kind of seen those things uh, in a leading way, but when you're stepping out on it and you're speaking up about it more like Alicia is, then it kind of becomes who you are. And I think it's, it's okay. Um, but maybe she's not as in touch with the fact that that she's made it her identity. And that's why she's offended when Leighton says she doesn't want to make it hers. When Leighton said, whenever you Google a gay celebrity, the first thing that comes up after you type their name it, that pops up is gay. That really hit me because I was like, that's probably true for yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Even not celebrities. I feel like that people always just describe their gay friends as gay friends, like introduce, oh, like, this, this is, is my, my gay, gay friend. friend. This is my gay best friend. This is my gay, you know, like, yeah, that's just your best friend. It's fine. Yep. Or like, I'm going to a gay wedding. No, yeah, like, that's just a wedding. Right, yeah. Um, But it was sad, because I do think they're they're good together. Yeah. Or, but maybe Leighton isn't ready for that kind of relationship, which I, I mean, I understand that. I don't know if I could handle being in either of their positions, so. Yeah. And they're still super young, you know? Right. Yeah. Because it's not like Alicia is, like, again, one of those casually gay people. Like, I think it would also be different if she was where it really wasn't her identity. She was just a person who happens to be gay. But because Alicia does stand up for that stuff, I think that it makes it harder, even harder for um, Leighton. Yeah. So they end up like going home, I guess. I wonder how they got home because they drove up together or it doesn't seem like that's a place where there's a lot of they probably drove back together in silence, awkward silence. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Um, so then when they get back onto campus, um, Leighton sees Kimberly and both of them are like, yeah, we're fine. Even though both of them are going through like a crisis. And because Leighton's already in a bad mood, when Kimberly tells her that Nico hasn't apologized, she mm-hmm. goes to his frat house and tells his girlfriend, Maya, that Nico's cheating. A lot. Yeah. But I was kind of surprised because didn't they make it sound like Leighton was good friends with Maya? It did. Like, I thought that they had a friendship, um, which is why I think that um, the brother wanted it kept quiet from Leighton as well what's your responsibility in those situations? Cause I feel like if it was my good friend, I would say something like, it's not like they're married and have kids and you have like that moral, you know, mm-hmm. want to deal with. I, I feel like it's the friend's responsibility, but she didn't know. Right. Like she also just found out. So it's not like oh, she was hiding it from her friend. I guess I'm saying like, I don't know how much time has gone by, but I feel like I would want to tell my friend as soon as possible. But maybe mm-hmm. it's just like the next day. Who knows? Yeah. And I think she did want to tell her. And I don't think that Leighton is really close to anyone from back home. You know, no one mm-hmm. really knows anything about her, even her two supposed oh. best friends. Remember? Like, <laughs> yeah, they she doesn't really open up. So I think that 
that life, even if she has a friendship with her, is kind of superficial. But also, I think she was giving Nico the opportunity to make it right because he was supposed to apologize to Kimberly. He was supposed to make it better. So she just gave him a second to fix it, and he didn't. So she blew it up, and she shut up. Yeah, yeah. I think her her sibling trumped the friendship, which makes sense. Mm -hmm. But then when he didn't do what he was supposed to do, she did what she needed to do. Yeah. Good for her. And really good for her, though, because it is so hard in that situation, not even just a sibling, but when you find out, like, your friend is being cheated on, it is, like, an impossible situation because everyone always says they want to know, but then when it comes down to it, they don't. And then if Mm -hmm. they choose their boyfriend or girlfriend over you, then your friendship's ruined. Yep. Yeah, look what happened to Bethany and Luann. It's about Tom. <laughs> Don't let it be about Tom. <laughs> Don't let it be about Tom. But I mean, that's what it is. I think because people are embarrassed and because a lot of people say like, oh, he would never be cheated on and I would always leave him. And it's like, statistically, no, that's not true. You're going to stay, unfortunately. And so you're really rolling the dice on if you're telling someone who actually is going to leave or mm-hmm. if they're going to stay and now they're embarrassed that you know this thing about them. And they're upset about it because you ruined their perfect love bubble. Yeah. And then their partner, their cheating partner feels embarrassed and doesn't want to be around you. Yep. You know, because you're the one that exposed it. And I think that it's hard in every relationship. But then, you know, the older you get and the deeper relationships get, like when people are married and you're legally tied to each other, like you have a home, it's hard to leave. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yeah, so I feel like in real life they'd probably like end up getting back together anyways. Um, Nico and his girlfriend. I don't think he's going to get together with Kimberly. Sorry, Kimberly. I don't think it's going to yeah. I think unless he, well, if they had handled it differently where it was like, oh, he fell for Kimberly, even though he had her, then maybe I'd hold out hope. But it doesn't really seem to be the case. So I think that maybe he cares maybe about ops as well. Definitely. And, yeah. you know, they just, they look good together. They're both, like, rich. So, you know, in that world, appearances are everything as well. hmm And the last storyline is Whitney going to Kanan's, is it his fraternity or, like, affinity house or something? I don't remember. I think it was just, like, his dorm house. And oh yeah, so they were like in the common room, and then mm-hmm. is like, oh sorry, I didn't answer your text, and he's like, it's okay. And then I was like, what is the point of this scene? <laughs> the Canaan's an angel. Yeah. Okay. And, he's, and he and he took it well. I mean, granted, her situation was the, um, you know, dealing with the stuff with the coach, but um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, like as someone who speaks out about mental health stuff, like I, um. Sometimes I have periods of time where, like, my depression is bad and I just disappear for a little while. And it's nice having people that, like, kind of understand when you, like, crawl back up from under that rock and you're like, hey, how you doing? And they're like, what's up? You know what I mean? So I was really happy that he handled it well and just accepted her apology. I guess I'm more invested in... um... Kanan's friendship with Kimberly because they're so funny together than Whitney. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but that was the end of the episode, I think. I think it ended with Eric coming to see seeing Bella and apologizing. But are you guys excited for the finale? I'm saying this like we're watching it live. 
Yeah, the season went fast, but it was it was good. Yeah, I love this show. This is, I think, my favorite current show. So I think they are, yes, I'm pretty sure they're filming season two right now. Because on Instagram, some of them are talking about it. Or they're talking about their, like, script readings. I don't know. I don't know the cycle of a TV show. But season two is definitely active in some way. Yeah, and Nico's not coming back, right? He's not? Yes. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think I messaged you about that. Yeah, you Yeah, you broke the news. I broke the news. I think it was like Entertainment Week. I wonder why, because, I, I mean, I know the actor was on Sabrina, but I don't think Sabrina's coming back either, so. Right? I wonder if he's going to come back, like, maybe for, like, a scene or something. Or, I mean, maybe if they're not together, then, I don't know. There's nothing to say. Yeah, well, as like, long as they bring us new eye candy, I'm okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Something we like better. Yeah. Oh, apparently he is releasing some music. Um, oh. oh, I can't wait. It's going to be great. <laughs> um, okay, why don't you guys tell everyone all the great stuff you're working on and where they can find it? Sure, I'll go first. Um, so my the easiest way to find me is on Instagram. Um, that African butterfly, because right in my bio, there's a link tree, which will take you to my website, my podcast, my, um, I do a lot of stuff with NAMI, the National Alliance of for Mental Illness, it takes you to all of that. So Instagram is the best way to find me. It's also where I post what I'm doing. Um, I do a lot of lives on there with um, different topics. Um, depending on like what month it is, I try to focus in on the month. We actually have one next week, which I'm excited about. Uh, well, depending on when this is airing. Um, but uh, so, um, and then on like Tuesdays, I do ones on mental health. Um, and then I also do Bold Black and Addicted to Bravo, where I talk with other Bravo fans about either um, different life things through the lens of Bravo shows, or we do like big group recaps on different series. Awesome. Yes, and you can listen to my podcast, um, Housewives Heretics, where I, with my bestie Josh, go over the old episodes of Housewives. Um, we're getting ready to start Miami, so that's exciting. Oh, um, yeah, ooh. I have to watch one. Yeah, I have to watch it. Yes, Miami season one. Ooh, the break in. Nice. Exactly. Exciting. And our Instagram was hacked, so you can follow me on my personal Instagram. Okay, I was trying to find you guys, and then I was like, oh, my God, did she block me? Like, what? No. No. Um, Yeah, we were hacked, and it was taken down, and then we made a new one, and it got hacked, too, so. Oh, my gosh. Okay, actually, I was at this conference sort of thing on Saturday, and some people, it was talking about, like, how to grow your Instagram account, and I wanted to be, like, hey, there's like, you know, a bunch of issues of people getting hacked and people getting shadow banned on Instagram. Like, what do you do if you're worried about that? And Instagram is your main like um, Mm -hmm. content place. But then some people who worked for Instagram were on the panel. So I couldn't ask. Oh, Oh my God. That's especially when I would have asked. Yes. I'd been like, hey, you. I was too scared. Yes. And why can't, how is it so hard to appeal? And then you don't give me Mm -hmm. the updates. Yeah. Um, there were people who had like a ton of Instagram followers. So I feel like they had a relationship with Instagram. I don't know. I wasn't brave enough. Sorry. Wish you guys were there. 
Anyways, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. And um, you can find Project Mindy on Instagram. And I hope nothing happens to the account. (laughs) Thank you for having us. Bye.